This isn't the first time that we've discussed found footage films on this podcast. Call back to our episode about Ghostwatch last month. But found footage horror really hit the mainstream back in 1999 on release of The Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch became the blueprint for found footage style horror because of its well-crafted setup as a mock documentary, its use of the internet for the large part of its marketing rollout, and the fact that a movie proved that what you're imagining can be a lot scarier than what's actually shown on screen. Because it hit the mainstream so hard, it was popularly believed for many years that The Blair Witch Project was the first movie of its kind, but that isn't necessarily the truth. For many years, a cult following has been growing for a film that was released one year earlier on October 23rd of 1998 by Stephen Avalos and Lance Wheeler, titled The Last Broadcast, the forgotten forefather of found footage horror. So today, on The Media Well, we discuss The Last Broadcast, the movie's production, as well as its unlikely legacy in influencing decades of horror. Let's dive in. So, what is the last broadcast about? Spoiler warning before we move along, I'm telling you, chalk to the brim with spoilers, so don't say I didn't warn you. The movie itself surrounds a documentarian named David Lee, who is investigating the murder of some public access television show hosts named Stephen Avcast and Locus Wheeler because of the mysterious circumstances surrounding their deaths. The show that Stephen and Locus were hosts of was called Factor Fiction and focused predominantly on paranormal phenomena. And uh, they had a, a system on the internet where viewers would suggest ideas for episodes and a viewer suggested that they search for the Jersey Devil in the South Jersey Pine Barrens. So for those of you who aren't familiar, the Jersey Devil is a part of Philadelphia folklore said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. And the way it looks is apparently it has a horse or goat head with horns and bat-like wings and legs like a horse with hooves and emits this, like, blood-curdling scream. There have been plenty of sightings over the years as early as the early 1900s, but nothing has ever been, I guess, concrete enough to confirm that it's actually real. Very similar to Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or something. Anyway, back to the movie. The hosts would take the viewer up on this suggestion and actually go hunt for the Jersey Devil on their show. So the hosts, a paranormal recorder and a psychic named Jim, went on a hunt for the creature. Unfortunately, three out of the four men wouldn't escape this investigation alive. One of the bodies was never found, and the only surviving person was Jim the psychic, whom the murders were pinned on. During the murder trial, and like the first part of the movie, a lot a lot of it surrounds the, you know, the trial. Jim, um, so pr the, the prosecution had the recovered footage edited in a way that made Jim look crazy and guilty. Um, so anyway, he's convicted of the murders. Jim is found dead in his prison cell after this, and uh, a package is then shipped to the documentarian David Lee's house containing VHS footage that's uh, raveled and damaged. The messed up footage is given to Michelle, who's a data retrieval specialist, to help repair it. Uh, Michelle finds out that, you know, through repairing the footage, that the facts of the case were pretty well fabricated and not adding up. 
and eventually she finds that the documentarian, David Lee, the person we've been hearing from this entire film, was in fact the killer the whole time. You know, that's the big twist. That's where all, this whole thing sort of chalked up to. The movie then switches from documentary style, like mockumentary found footage, to third person, where we see David kill Michelle with a, you know, suffocating her with a plastic sheet and uh, takes her body wrapped in plastic into the woods. And then the movie just kind of ends in, a, in an anticlimactic fashion with Michelle's body kind of wrapped up in plastic below David's feet in the woods as he continues to narrate the documentary like nothing happened. And that is the last, doc, uh, the, last, the last broadcast. That's the movie. The movie was premiered at a regional theater in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, March 9th of 1998, and then released theatrically across seven U.S. cities on October 23rd of the same year. These cities included Providence, Orlando, Minneapolis, and Portland. The thing that really set Blair Witch and this movie apart is that the Blair Witch Project was shot for between 200 and 500k as a budget, while the last broadcast had a budget of a whopping $900. The movie grossed uh, 12k in the U.S. box office and had a worldwide profit of around 4 million, which you know is fucking insane if you ask me. <laughs> It was also edited all on desktop computer using a, uh, a Adobe Premiere Pro, so completely DIY. While the movie had mixed reviews and hasn't exactly aged the best, the movie was, you know, it was also paced really badly and the ending didn't have the climax that the plot called for. The thing does need to be commended for swinging for the fences in a way that horror hadn't seen before that point. The idea for the movie was really good. It showed a clear motive of the killer to relive his crimes and speak to the people that it affected as blatantly as he could. And it showed that, like Ryan Hollinger on his YouTube video about the, about the movie simply put it, it showed that truth is stranger than fiction and how a little bit of editing and sensationalism can make anything seem real. So, as far as a home release, the movie would get a VHS and DVD release by Ventura Distribution, and then re-released by Heretic Films on DVD in 2006. But, on July 12th of 2022, the movie would get a Blu-ray release for the first time through 101 Films in the United Kingdom. So, you know, the cult following can finally have a proper release with a lot of behind-the-scenes footage and interviews with the directors and... Uh, you know, it does seem like a great release for the for this movie. The one misconception that this movie has is that it existed so that the Blair Witch Project took direct inspiration from it, though that technically isn't the case. Blair Witch began production in 1993, so the last broadcast being released just over a year before the Blair Witch Project and all their similarities is probably completely coincidental. So that was the story of the last broadcast, one of the forgotten forefathers of found footage horror. There's no doubt that this movie was trailblazing in some ways, whether it was the DIY nature of using, you know, desktop editors to create the entire thing, the mockumentary style itself. You know, I like to think that modern found footage filmmakers have some obligation to thank this movie in some way. 
In an article by Cheryl Eddy on Gizmodo, it states that, quote, The last broadcast feels almost prophetic, like it caught a moment in time when the internet was just starting to bleed into our brains and teach us to repeatedly question who is controlling the narrative and just what their motivations are. During the trial of the killings, when the video editing for the prosecution becomes clear, when Michelle is reconstructing the footage, you're constantly second-guessing who or what is behind the crime. And just when you think you've got it figured out, you're quickly reminded it all depends on who's giving you the information. So I think it really does shine a light on how media literacy is increasingly important nowadays with TikTok, YouTube, Instagram and how everything is trying to sell you something, whether it's an idea or a product, and you should always be questioning what the motivations are of the poster. Anyways, please check out thelastbroadcastmovie.com because I thought it was really cool to see the old webpage and what was included on there. Uh, the whole movie is available on Shudder as of a few weeks of recording this, I believe. Please check out Ryan Hollinger and the Horror Geeks videos on the topic, available on YouTube, and thank you for tuning in to the media well once again. Uh, do me a favor, share me with your friends, put me into their ear holes, please and thank you, rate the show, what between one and five stars, whatever you think I've earned, and I'm going to pop a question down below. What do you think of the last broadcast if you decide to watch it? And uh, until next time, have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining me on the media well.